This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Here we go. It's our one. G-Bag Nation 105.3. The fan general at your service at ease. There's Brian Broaddus, Lucius Alexander, Zach Wolchuk, Eric Chiafalo, Carter Freeman's coordinating your video. You can watch us at 105throughthefan.com, Twitch, and YouTube. It's a full house tonight here in the G-Bag Nation. Gentlemen, how the heck are you? Doing great. Happy Thursday, fellas. Yeah. Happy Thursday, man. Happy Thursday to you. It's been moving. I feel like this week's been moving. I don't know. Yeah. We all have our own different perspectives on these things. But for week. me, feels like, hey, we're already we're here Thursday. Yes, I feel like mostly time is flying. Like I was thinking about it uh, earlier. I, I, you know, I just I, I, my perspective is different than it's ever been in my life. Like I, I just think a month from now, is that might all as that well workout stuff you're yeah. doing? I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is oh. to be honest. No I, sugar. Might be yeah, uh, no sugar. You're trying to get to spring, so you can have some donuts. Shoot, I mean, yes, uh, Easter cannot get here fast enough. Very few exceptions uh, when I when I go to this strict of a diet, and I don't foresee any of those developing until Easter, unless Miss uh, what's her name, Miss Sherry, makes one of yes. those cinnamon rolls. Oh. Miss Sherry, Kyle, Todd, if you're listening right now, mm. I, I've put out the the bat signal, the cinnamon roll signal. You get a kid's birthday or uh, the cinnamon rolls, and I will break down. But uh, other than that. I am on the path to one pull-up, okay? And we're going to get there. Um, I attempted one on some playground equipment in Maybank on Saturday. Didn't go well. Kind of hurt, okay? Did yeah, you embarrass so, yourself? Uh, no, Did because... kids like go dad? Nobody else was there except for Remy, the two-year-old. Oh, so she didn't smart. really know what I was doing. Smart, yeah, man. She just thought go. I was playing. She yeah. hasn't yet lost respect for you. But to be fair to you, was this pre-brisket sando or post? Oh, that's a good question. It was a very pre-brisket sandwich that okay. uh, brought us presented to us not more than two hours ago, and they were delicious, man. Thank Great you, job. man. You knocked Appreciate that out that. of the park right there. Yeah, brisket grilled cheese. Uh, enjoyed making the bread part of it. Went and did. I got the brisket from our buddies over, well, Heim Barbecue, too, I, on the way home. Nice people over there. Nice. All the good barbecue places here. Hurtado's my favorite one by yeah. far. But, so, but yeah, enjoyed uh, doing that, researching the cheese that melts the best, and made the bread, and so I'm glad you guys liked it. Yo, man, it was outstanding. It, yeah. it, it really was, and we always look forward to your next uh, culinary creation. I, I told you, I'm going to work on that sweet roll thing for you. I'm okay. watching recipes Ooh, on these people. Roll. These ladies make sweet rolls, and they look like they, they got a good plan for them. They really, really do. Gavin used bands. It's not about the pull-up. It's about the form. Yeah, I, I know. I know. It, it's the form, and it's the muscle and all that, but there's just something to actually being able to do a pull-up. I don't, I don't care that much about the exercise and, you know, the developing the muscles and stuff. I just want to be able to say I can do a pull-up as I approach 50 years old. I have not I have not done one in over 25 years now. 
um, because it takes a lot of, of training for me to get there. You know, it's a combination of uh, of uh, midsection weight and uh, noodle arms, basically. Yeah, that's my affliction. <laughs> yeah. The noodle arms. Uh, yeah, I feel you on that one. <laughs> just, just built without lats. Man. But I, I make up for it with Woodhaller's ass. You know, yeah. it's a, a, cru- <laughs> a crucial case. So, you know, very Wood natural athletic build. It's important. Yes. Yeah, it I is think it's important. going around. Yeah. Uh, but what do you say we dump in, uh, jump into the biggest sports stories of the day, including some finalists for NFL awards? Lamar Jackson, Christian McCaffrey, Dak, finalists for the Offensive Player uh, of the Year Award and the MVP Award. Winner's going to be announced at the NFL Honors February 8th. Uh, Josh Allen, Brock Purdy, also finalists for MVP. Tyreek Hill, CeeDee Lamb, the other finalists for Offensive Player of the Year. Do we have a shot here? Could this happen, in, in, one of these? I don't think MVP is happening. No, I, I no, think no. that's Lamar but, Jackson, but maybe offensive oh player of the year. Maybe. I mean, Tyreek Hill did. I mean, the numbers faded a little bit the last month of the season because he got hurt with that ankle injury. I still think Tyreek probably gets that. I mean, he was on such a blistering pace, but it's possible that CD's got a chance at that. Yeah, it's nice to be mentioned. I don't think it happens. That's yeah. just me. No, I I think you're right. No, there's no chance Lamar Jackson loses this. Could. Could McCaffrey, a unanimous choice for AP All-Pro, who led the NFL with rushing yards and had 14 touchdowns for the Niners, 564 yards receiving for seven scores. Could he sneak in there? Seems to be very popular with the voters. He could be the player of the year, but I don't think he's the MVP. Okay, so MVP going to Lamar Jackson, offensive player of the year, is going to be sitting there with uh, Christian McCaffrey. Which is a great opportunity to bring back the the, the, the pre-draft analysis from one Bill Polian who thought that Lamar Jackson would be better off playing wide receiver. What an idiot. And the thing about the take is, is he's not wrong about part of it. Like, I bet Lamar Jackson would be a badass probably receiver. Probably would be. You know what that I mean? Speed. He probably would be a sweet, nasty receiver. Uh, but he ended up being uh, now a two-time MVP quarterback. And he's yeah. really, he's really, really changed really changed this this Ravens offense in a way that you couldn't really, I mean, just one dude doing all that he's done, pretty awesome. It is. It's it's incredible. You know, he is the ultimate weapon. I don't know if he gets the hype that Michael Vick did, and it's crazy because he's just as good. I mean, he's he's breaking a lot of the Michael Vick records when it comes to running, and he's more of a complete quarterback. You know, he's he's uh, maybe the most dangerous weapon, uh, toughest uh, matchup we've seen there. Top Cowboys story going. This could be the uh, first step towards a proper Cowboys offseason. I believe they are already planning to restructure the contract of Zach Martin and Trevon Diggs, and we just want to see a bunch of these. You know, every switch they could hit on a contract to free up space so you can spend money now, get under the cap. We want to do this with Dak. You know, we want to do whatever. We're creating voidable years. Let's void out every contract for 26 and 27. I I don't care. I, I just want to try to drive an absolute freight liner through this championship window. I don't care if Dak needs 12 more all pros to take a team to the championship. That should be your goal. You load up the team with more talent. When the season starts, you're you're assessing for six weeks. How good are we? Where are our holes? Did we get the absolute bleep knocked out of us against a crap team? Any of those red flags? Have we had injuries to multiple starters? Looks like we got to void out a bunch more contracts for 27 and 28 because guess what? We're about to hit the trade market. We're taking first round, second round picks for next year and trying to win the championship right now, damn it. We've been doing this for 10 years where we're just good enough to make the playoffs. And I just hope, you know, I, that, that's, that's my fantasy. You know, if, if I was going to predict or pick myself how the Cowboys offseason plays out, it, be, it begins like this and it ends with just about every contract of substance 
having a switch flipped on it to delay the salary cap hit well into the future so they can finally try to get a Super Bowl championship. I'm all in on that. I mean, and You're I, all in on the all-in approach? Yeah, I mean, why wouldn't you be? Because at least at the end, if they do fail, you you can't bitch about, well, they didn't. They didn't do anything. Right. You know, they, they didn't hold back in any yeah. aspect of team building. At sure. least they tried. And it does seem as though the teams that have done this approach, whether it was yeah. Tampa Bay or the Rams, even Philly a few years back, you know, yeah, maybe you have a bad year, but you can bounce right back the next year. It's not like your dead period where this is really going to impact you for the future and you're just going to stink for a long period. That doesn't seem to be the case. There doesn't seem to be much risk involved in that approach. Kind of felt like this team drafted really, really well. They still might. Last year wasn't as good as what it needed to be. If you're a team that's going to go for it all and it doesn't work, now they'll let you draft again. And if you're, and then you'll be at the top of the board drafting. So you can hopefully grab better players Hell to yeah. go forward. So if you're a bad drafting team and a, a team that struggles to sign free agents and all that, you're poorly coached, you get what you deserve. But if you're willing to push all in and it doesn't work, yeah, you can fall back on that ability to draft, mm-hmm. and I think that's something that that gives me reason why I, if I'm the Cowboys, I would sure try that way, because if you're bad, if you're bad at all the other things, you're not. It's you're going to be five, six years down the road of not doing anything. But and there's this, there's levels of irresponsibility. Yeah. You don't yeah. have to be like total degenerate if you don't want to. Now that's what I would do. I would look. To, I would look to build the team, the the best team that the salary cap era has ever seen and make uh, NFL teams shake. And then I would say, Cowboys fans, we did this for you. We we knew you didn't care about just making the playoffs and getting the bleep knocked out of you in the first or second round yeah. again. So, you know, we got to pay the piper here in a couple of years. Yep. So get ready. We're going to pick one of these years to blow out all of the dead money. You might have to say goodbye to a couple of your favorite players yeah. and watch the team lose 12, 13, 14 games. And that year, we might have a chance to take the next quarterback or – Maybe we're so happy with Dak because he just won us the Super Bowl. We're thinking, hey, yeah. now we're getting the yo-yo down. Yeah. yeah. Now I see how we go. We're going to get him the best left tackler, the best edge, or the number one wide receiver. Right. You know, when we're when we have a terrible year. Right. Um. That is that is planned, and we're actually benefiting from this terrible year by choosing it to sacrifice to the salary cap gods. Here's salary cap gods. Here's 2027. Go ahead and take it. We're not going to make the playoffs, but we're going to make the most of it. Because every bit of dead cap that's sitting on our books is getting blown out this year, and then we're taking an all-world left tackle. Okay, That's how smart NFL teams build towards prioritizing a championship, not prioritizing making the playoffs every year. Okay, last night a fan said, Luca, you're tired. Get your ass on the treadmill. He asked for the fan to be thrown out. They're fighting with the refs all the time. Now Now teammates are fighting with the refs. I've, I've stated my case on this, guys. What's your assessment of uh, of this story and how important it is? How much of a concern it is? Man, I was definitely surprised to see that. That was that was not. I wasn't expecting that. I wasn't expecting to see somebody. And apparently, I saw the update on this where the the staff didn't end up actually kicking the fan out. No, he just uh, got moved to another seat. He got moved away or whatever. But yeah. uh, I I was not expecting. Uh, when, whenever I saw what was said, I'm like, that's what it was. Now, clearly, this is a guy who was loud and proud mm-hmm. all game long. And Lucas showing uh, the human element of all of this where we've, you know, I mean, he's he's frustrated. And, uh, you know, that's a that's a power move he can throw out in a, in a split moment. Uh, and it's clearly a sign of immaturity, you know, uh, that I think anybody can relate to on some human level there. But it's not the right thing to do when you're kicking fans out for, I mean, that's pretty... 
I mean, the, standard. The, yeah, that's yeah. a standard. It wasn't like it was egregious. It wasn't offensive. He wasn't using ridiculous language. Uh, so, I mean, I'm like, come on. That, that Luca is clearly at the height of frustration. And is this another situation that we're running into with Luca, where it's like he stops liking the sport he's playing, which is what happened last year? You know, That's like right. what, what, what is all, how, how frustrated are things around you? Is it just this game? Because it was going in an extremely frustrating way, but is this, what else is underlying that brings you to this boiling point that this guy right here, who is, there's that guy in the arena pretty much every night. And now yeah. tonight's the night where you just say, forget this. What else, what else is bothering you? And maybe I, there is. I think right. he was, I think he was agitated on a couple of levels. I don't know. Is there something going on off the court that we don't know about? You know, is there something that he's dealing with that, you know, he, he's bringing to the court and it's affecting the way he's playing and it agitates him in the game? I think Devin Booker going off had a lot to do with it, though, too. That's his nemesis right mm-hmm. there. That's the one guy that when you you, you go, you look at the, the back and forth that, that Phoenix and Dallas have had in playoff series and regular series games, it's, it's those two that agitate each other. Matter of fact, Devin Booker even said – Give me the name of the fans that was going after Luke. I want to connect with him. You know, it was yeah. We need to get him back in the arena. Yeah, those teams yeah. hate each other. So, yeah, oh, I think oh, I think it's there, fun. I think for sure, but it should fuel you on the court. It shouldn't be I like, oh, I'm going to lash it, out at no, the fan this, here. Well, this is this is a big problem. Yeah, like I mean, this, goat yeah. mentality is. I'm coming yeah. at after yeah. your neck, Devin Booker. Right. Now this I'm is, matching you, bucket for bucket. Yeah. We're it, about to do this thing right here. This is how we settle it. Not I lash out at the guy who's yelling that I'm a little bit out of you shape. You were up 16, and then you totally just you you the, the, the game went away yeah. from you. And Luca, we talk about this every year. And the one thing is, well, he's young. Now you look up, he's 24. We're having the same damn problems. You are so damn good. You might be the best player in the national in, in the NBA. You're fantastic. I love you. I don't want you going anywhere. But this type of stuff where you're so easily sidetracked and distracted, and mm. you can't control the refs. You never yeah. will be able to. Okay. I think it's more than the refs, you, though. And, and and maybe yeah, it is. I think it's but more. Here's going the on. thing: we all have stuff in our lives where sure. we show up to work. Yeah. No. And absolutely. Yeah. You know what? You gotta go find a way to block that out. Yeah. yeah. You've got a job to do. Go out there and do it. Having other stuff that is going on is not a reasonable excuse. You know what? I think he might need Aaron Rodgers as much as I hate to say it. I think he needs some ayahuasca. He definitely needs just four, darkness, four days in darkness. Darkness retreat, something like that. Dallas Stars host Anaheim tonight, fourth in the conference, seven points uh, uh, from uh, from the top there. They are third in the division and, and three back of Winnipeg and Colorado. We get Miro tonight there, Wooly Bully. Miro is back, baby. Let's nice. go. Yeah. MLS rejected a move of Jesus Ferreira to Russia. And Millis said, no, you could not move the player. He had a $13 million deal to go to Spartak Moscow. FC Dallas was like, cool. The league says they didn't think it was a good idea with sanctions and the ongoing war with Ukraine. I'm surprised Ferrero would want to go. You know, no disrespect to Russia right now, but the conflict going on, the the Brittany Griner story, I'd be like, man, I wouldn't want to take a chance of heading on out to Siberia. Uh, but Ferreira is anxious to take the next step in his career as he's competing against Ricardo Pepe for a Team USA spot. G-Bag of the Day is coming up at uh, at 2.30. Where are we going next, guys? If time and place is everything, we might be the luckiest dudes alive next year in the nation. 
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Yeah, buddy, welcome back. It is the G-Bag Nation here on 105.3 The Fan. Programming note, had a uh, uh, technical development in, in the Pimp Cup over there. Lucius Gators! Alec- yeah, the Gators uh, t- tore up the equipment pretty good. And not sure exactly what happened, but they're... They're efforting a, re- a fix. We might not have the G-bag of the day in eight minutes. Okay, We might have to f- figure out a- another spot later in the show to get the G-bag of the day in okay. while they work on Lucius's computer. It's time now for a sports hodgepodge. Segments brought to you by Soda. That is state-of-the-art. And the segments brought to you by Frankel's Life's Unpredictable Accidents Happen. Frankel and Frankel, the go-to attorneys for car and truck wrecks in DFW. If you or a loved one's been in an accident, contact Frankel and Frankel for a free consultation. It's 214 or 817-333-3333. Go on to truckwreck.com. Here's Eric Chiafalo. Man, they say, uh, you know, time time and place. You know, timing can be everything. We, we, uh, we're we lucking out in a huge way here, fellas. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw what took place on Twitter over the last couple of days, uh, but it is to our advantage. It starts on January the 22nd. Mike Herman tweets out a photo of uh, really subpar-looking nachos. I, I feel bad even saying nachos because it's just a chip. There's there's six chips. They got a little bit of cheese and a little bit of chicken. They just it's it's bad. Did he uh, the make photo's these, bad. He made these himself. No, this is he he's tagging the Fountain Blue in Vegas. Oh no. He oh. says we waited an hour for food in the sports book and this is our nachos? Question mark. Question mark. Question They're mark. They're having problems at that hotel. Then he hit him with a little Chris Carter. Come on, man. And then what ensued was, of course, the viral, the viral apology. Now Fountain yeah. Blue's going, okay, we need to get on the offense here. Yeah. We need to go ahead and respond and say, we are sorry about this. Not only are we sorry, but we're going to go ahead and make up for this. Because this was $24 nachos. $24 nachos $24 for six, six chips. chips. Now, at some point, you guys might be able to stumble on the photo of this. I got it. I found it. That's uh, those are sad looking nachos, and again, I feel bad even calling them nachos. Yes, because it's an overstatement. There, you know, there there are six like round chips, 
with like little pieces of chicken and some cheese on them and then a garnish of like two pieces of cilantro. Very sad. Yeah. Well, uh, then I think this might be what we're in for in Vegas. Okay. Well, so now what this has what this has sparked is for one a a huge apology from the Fountain Blue. Okay. Hey, we're gonna go ahead and make up for this. There is a new photo of what the now. Okay. You go from January twenty second and the nachos at the Fountain Blue look like garbage to now they look absolutely. Delightful, pristine, fantastic, worth every penny of the $24, I would imagine. And uh, they they are a nacho that would make you proud. When you order the nachos and this plate comes out to you, you start shaking your head. You get a little bit of, you you might have a little bit of ego about you when that thing hits the table and everybody goes, oh, damn, I should have followed your lead on the nachos. That's what Fountain Blue is cranking out right now. But not only is it Fountain Blue. Because I was just thinking to myself, okay, Ooh-hoo. we need to go hit Fountain Blue. Yeah. Because now they're clearly leveled up their nachos and they they needed to. And so this is going to be exceedingly delicious. <laughs> but now every place that does nachos throughout the entire Vegas, the greater Vegas area, now is sort of trying to one-up one another. It's Let's a it's go. a full-blown nacho war going on in yes. Vegas right now. They're going, "Okay, I like your picture, but uh, okay, watch this. I'm going to I'm going to raise the stakes." They get bigger, they get more delicious. There's more meat, they they're nice. they're, more, they're more colorful. Uh they're stacking them tall. They're some people are going with the wide. I think the width of the nacho is Same oftentimes price? better than the I don't know what we're seeing price-wise. I don't see, know what we're seeing price-wise, but the yeah. photos of this, it just feels like we are getting caught in the crosshairs yeah. of yeah. a revolutionary Vegas nacho war and we just get to be we get to sit there and be the beneficiaries we are well the granddaddy of the nacho and and i got to experience this from my buddy's bachelor party about a year ago or a year and a half ago nacho daddy which is right around the corner from where we're going to be staying that is a place that they just specialize in nachos it's absolutely fantastic but this is great i mean what they've been able to do and they put out a statement the tavern menu was designed to be bar food favorites all grown up. We hope you'll excuse our growing pains while the nachos yeah. went through their awkward phase. True. We're thrilled they've to had... report they've matured into one stack snack, and they did. They've now got the mound, which good. is what it should always be. When you order nachos, you're expecting individual chips with, like, beans, cheese, no. and meat. No, I'm expecting no. a mound of nachos. That was and, less than a dollar's worth of And you got to make sure the coverage is there, Brian. You've always said yeah, that, and you, I agree yeah, with you. You always have to have the coverage there, and you know, the thing... Layer the, it, maybe? Yeah, yeah, absolutely, you know, and 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 have a little attention to detail to it, you know? That, I'm, I'm saying, if you're not, if you're not working on your nachos and making sure, again, it, there's complete coverage and bite, you know, just at every level, you're getting a different bite, a different flavor, that's just... The, flat, the Fountain Blue has had a lot of problems. Since they've opened, they've had problems. They've lost a lot of staff. Uh, it's not been up to the standards that people expect. Looks like they've lost their food contracts. Well, that's what I'm saying, though. Yeah. Yeah, this is not surprising to them. But, okay, we, we're going to get higher-end nachos. Just but, go look at what Hurtado does. You'll yeah, figure it out. But this is going to come at a price. This is going to come at a price. At $24, they could load up an entire cookie sheet 18 this, inches tall and still be in profit. This is going to come That's at a price. That's what Nacho Daddy's doing. Yeah. Nice. I just, it's it, worth it. To me, there. I, I think people, to me, nachos could be a very, a very cost-effective way of feeding people, but... I have a feeling the more you put on, like Guy Fieri with his, like he's oh, got the trash can nachos. The trash can nachos. Yeah, those are awesome. Yeah, I'm. I guarantee you that's not a cheap deal to get to buy. You're probably right. So, yeah, but, no, but I the don't, food in Vegas I in general is not is. cheap. 
I guarantee it is. They haven't moved the price because the bit is we have overpriced nachos. We're in a nacho war, as Chief just explained. Yeah. You can't put overpriced nachos out in the middle of a nacho war. It's more food for less but, money. But that's what I, Yeah, it's not only the quality of the nacho, which is obviously important, probably the most important, but the second thing in the war is the price of it all. Like, look yeah. what you, you can like, get. Here's how much it's going to cost you to yeah. get this yeah. at my place. Yeah. Why don't you go bleep you fountain blue, yeah. get on over here to the, the Plaza Hotel Casino and let's you're party. Th- you're throwing steak on those nachos? Yes, uh, yes. Maybe. Okay. There's photo documentation okay. that we got some steak on these. Okay, let's let's not act like steak's cheap. We're going to throw okay. some avocados on there? Hopefully. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's I, av- full-on guacamole. It's yes. lead. Got a good we're daisy block. sour cream. We're going to put some daisy put sour some, cream. Yeah, sprinkle a little daisy. daisy on there. Right, so yeah. These were $24? Those were $24. bucks. So to your point, according to Caesars Entertainment, the Guy Fieri nachos, the trash can nachos, $25, $24.99. Okay. So we're comparable. Okay, we need, I'm, we need I'm to pulling do a these up. More, we need to do a little bit more research. I just want to make sure that we're not getting over, we're getting gouged by, okay, yeah, we're going bigger, better looking, but all of a sudden, our 20. The price per nachos. Well, yeah, yeah. Hey. Like all of a sudden, you put steak on those things. Like, steak's not cheap. That's one of the things we'll have to do. We'll have to hit Fountain Blue Tomatoes and make sure cheap. the nachos are still 24 bucks. Because if yeah. the price went up, yep. now we know they're starting to bleep us. Oh, yeah. I, I tell you what, there's been some tremendous strokes of good luck in Vegas over the years, over the decades. But I'd say nothing greater than the G Bag Nation getting ready to go as the nacho wars are heating up. Nacho! Hey, freaking men. Holy cow. Here's Lucius with the G Bag of the day. I got it. Yeah, Fountain Blue is amazing. I had some Fountain Blue out there in Miami. Yes, Miami. Miami is a cool little spot to hang out. Two days the most, I say you should be out there. Any more than that, you're going to start spending more money than you've ever had in your entire life. I ain't playing. All right, well, let's see what we got here. All right, our G-Bag winner so far is uh, Brian Broaddus. Mr. Brian Broaddus, give him a hand. Made some sandwiches today that smacked. They were fire. Thank you, sir. Appreciate that. And he also says that uh, Stephen Jones is the reason for the Cowboys' season. This is Stephen Jones's team yeah. right now. And 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 if and if Jerry's number one fault is handing it off to somebody that's ultra conservative that way, yeah. then then go ahead and blame him. But right now, I I I think the blame's going the wrong direction here myself. So it needs to be Stephen. Stephen needs to be in the blame. I think st- I think yeah. yeah I think I think when you start to talk about I when down on that one. they the, you know they don't want to change they Both don't want Bill Belichick walking in here or Jim Harbaugh walking in here and saying we need to do this differently personnel wise I don't like the way we're doing this personnel wise you know I don't like this I don't they don't want that they don't want that. It's easy for them now. Mike's not going to get in their way about personnel. Mike's not going to get in their way and say, oh, well, you know, like I want him to go in there and say, hey, we need to do something different here. He's not. He's not going to do it different. It's totally comfortable for the way that these guys operate now. It is. They don't have anybody questioning their personnel moves. They get to draft. They get to sign players, their own players. They don't do things that the guy in Philadelphia does or people who are fighting for their jobs. That's what this football team is. Yeah. They've handed it off from a guy who used to do crazy-ass things, and I was part of the crazy-ass things he did. Mm-hmm. Heck yeah, you were. You know, and it, you know what? You the crazy ass I almost said an S-word there. The crazy-ass <laughs> stuff will get you fired, you know? But he handed it off, and that's where we are now. That's where we are with this football team. They don't want to change because it's 
it's they could operate in the way that they're comfortable operating. You know, that's the whole. Yeah. That's the problem. And it ain't Jerry. Jerry's just stepping back. He's eighty-one years old, but he still has all the titles and stuff. But he ain't in there rolling up his sleeves doing the nuts and bolts stuff. It's Stephen Jones doing this stuff. It's America's team. Thought I played Yankee Doodle for you America. Did Yankee right Doodle. Yeah. People well, trying to take America's team uh, yeah. status away from the Cowboys. <laughs> well timed, Lucius. Well timed. Hey, uh, I also see a lot of conspiracy theories online about how the you know the NFL is rigged and is scripted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. They're showing like the, the Super Bowl logos and whatnot. Yeah. If it is, you think Jerry would sign off on losing like this? Hell no, he would not. No. Yeah, but to like, but Jerry, you still get all the, you're still the top financial, you're making it all, you're number one in viewership, no. we're still keeping you number one in all these important things to you. You're just going to have to take this hell of massive L first round of the playoffs every year. That's right. Then explain it to your fan base how well, bad you feel. We'll sprinkle it. in a nice little good, make you feel better victory, no, no. ending Tom Brady's career. You know, mm. we'll give you one of these. But yeah. for the most part, Jerry, or, just appreciate your dollars and your viewership. The checks or, are clearing. Checks are clearing. Or we'll give you the legend's hospitality at the Super Bowl to do. Yeah. There you yeah. go. Yeah. Okay, yeah, right. we'll dial Fair it trades. up for Fair you. Right. Yeah, man. <laughs> what if right. the idea is you can only win so many, like, percent? century they've already eaten theirs up they got to wait for the next 100 years of the nfl so now they're maximizing it by playing heel in the best way possible i could see it i love this the dick wolf of radio ladies and gentlemen Dawson, right there exactly if you want a conspiracy spirit (laughs) fun for you there you go right there Uh, all right yesterday was a church day hope you got your blessing shout out to freddie haynes pastor freddie haynes over there in oak cliff reverend ike he's with god now but you can see him on youtube Reverend Knight, get your money right. He sure will. He'll get your money right. We have a pastor and a Bible reader. Matter of fact, let me go to this one first. I'll go back to that pastor and Bible reader. I might use that for another time. Who knows? (laughs) Might be today. Who knows? But, uh, yeah, all right. Let's go to Sunday morning announcements. Do you guys do Sunday morning announcements at your church? Yes. 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 From the bulletin. Yes. Yeah. Well, they had two guys doing Sunday morning announcements, and I guess they're like a little uh, maybe a worship group at the church. Oh, Listen to their worship name. All right. There we go. Just want to let y'all know who we are. Tommy's I'm Micah. Up. I'm Nick. And together we are Nicka. Or is it my kick? <laughs> oh, jeez. Wild, wild. Um, wild. Hey, Brother Nick, I was thinking. <laughs> yeah. Please stop thinking. Stop thinking. Don't ever say that again. Oh, my gosh. Dude. Oh, my gosh. I don't, think they, I don't think they talked about this before oh, they did this. No. no, I don't think so at all. No. My man was blindsided by that. Oh, wow. You should see him. He was like, oh, what come on, fam. <laughs> come on, bro. Why you doing me like that? Damn. Uh, let's see what else. The Oakland A's are moving to Vegas. Yes. Uh, the Vegas people are excited about this, you think? Who knows? That's a good, that's a great answer. That's a great answer. Let's see. Let's give it up one more time for Mary Beth and John Fisher, please. The Las Vegas A's. We like the sound of that, right, Vegas? Mm. Yeah? Yes? Are, are we alive back there, Las Vegas? How we feeling? <laughs> <sighs> Okay. All right. It's on brand. Sounds like Any, an A's game. Sagittarius wow. in the house tonight. Yeah. Any Sagittarius in the house? Yeah. Anybody celebrating a birthday? Uh, Ooh. Is it uh, hot in here? Anniversary? Anybody? <laughs> Was that our mayor? Was that our mayor of Vegas? What, what, what are we doing? I don't know. She sounded hot, though. I'm not going to lie. I'd still much rather be her than the other guys. 
in the previous G back. Oh in the yeah, day. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'll take I'll take that. Yeah, one. it's not her fault. No, yeah, she's just she's just the messenger. From the previous G back in the day. Tell me, just want to let y'all know who we are. Tommy's I'm Micah. Up. I'm Nick, and together we are Nicka. I feel bad for playing that because I'm pretty sure I'm no, I won't hear the end of that for the rest of my, oh my life. Gosh. It's going to be tagged and everything to me. Hey, man, you're my – there's no more naysayers now as this one. It's too close. Jeez. Uh, uh, all right, let me try to get this one in. Pastor and Bible reader struggle to get on the same page. Look here at Acts chapter number 13, verse number 9. Woman of God, you got that? Can you read it? Read that there. Read it, read it, read it. Then Saul, who uh, is called Paul, uh-huh. filled with the Holy Ghost. No, 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 no. go back. Well, that again. Then Saul, who is, who also is called Paul. Read that again. Then Saul, uh-huh. who also is called Read Paul. Read that again. Oh. Then Saul, who also is called. Who what? Who also. Is what? Is called. Who what? Who also. Is called. Is called Paul. Who what? Who also. Is what? It's a bit. Is called. Who, who what? Who also? It's called what? It's called Paul. Who, oh, who what? Who also is called Paul? First two words. What? Also and what? Paul. Is. Who, who also? <laughs> is, this is, is called. Also. You can read, you can read right? I'm reading it. Also and what? Who also yeah. is called. Read that. Also? Is called. Read it again. Is. <laughs> no. Also yeah. is called. Right, do it again. Also uh-huh. is called. Excuse me for a second. I just got to have a one-on-one moment. She actually obviously needs special attention. Go ahead, do it again. Oh, whoa. Read it. Who also uh-huh. is called. Do it again. Who also uh-huh. is called. Also is, is called. Also is called. I come to tell somebody. Slipping into gear, my man. Not this, quite my tempo. My this is like a game of Simon are Says. Are you rushing or are you dragging? Uh, Brother yeah. been in that communion wine. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I would, I would have quit. About the second yeah, third time dude, he asked me that, I would, I would have just God. handed him the book. Yes, sir. Like, here you go, I mean, sir. You it. Right here. I'm going to point it out to Here's you. my 20 bucks. I'm going home. <laughs> yeah. Right. yeah. Here you go, man. <laughs> Pastor and Bible reader struggling to get on the same page. Vegas got the ace. Did they like the sound of that? Sunday morning announcements. Do you have you ever done those announcements as the famous radio DJ on your dad's church? Chief? I I have not done the announcements. I've done a couple other things, but not the announcements. Do you wear Crocs to church? Uh, I do. I, I believe I know it. Your dad's got a super chill church. I know it. Is yeah. the T-shirt on, on your awesome. shirt at church kind of like just no elastic at the top, just just <laughs> hanging? Like, yeah. It's like bacon. Hey, it's just whatever happens, happens. happens. Opens. Except Christmas and Easter, Lucius. I feel you, bro. But otherwise, yeah, we're come as you are. As, as they long say. as you make there you it, go. Man. Shorts and flip flops in the summer. My best yeah. friend growing up, his dad was a preacher at a Unitarian church, and it was the chillest church of all time. That's yeah. awesome. It was. Look it up. Uh, Brian Broad is calling out. Steve is my vote, though, Chief. Where are you taking? Yeah, it? I'm going with the champ. Lucius? Me too. Zach? I'll go Brian. Brian? <laughs> I'm about the uh, the pastor who's uh, trying to get him on the same page. Which is so really humble yeah. that Brian brought us and still your G-Bag of the Day champion two in a row now. Plus, it's time for Krusty's Corner. Where are you taking us? I'm going to try and get these gentlemen to be interested in some running backs. We'll do that next. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. All righty. Thank you, Lucius. It's the G-Bag Nation here on 105.3 The Fan. Coming up at 3 o'clock, it'll be time for the NFL News of the Day. It's time now for The Corner. Here's your crusty king, Brian Broaddus. Thank you very much, General. Appreciate that. Uh... Bobby and I have a Love of the Star podcast tonight going off. So, once again, we asked that uh, if you got any questions about the Cowboys that you want us to try and answer, just uh, fire us a text there or a tweet at uh, Bobby Belt TX and then mine is Brian, at Brian Broadus. And hopefully, we get you get you squared up there for that. So, excited always to still being able to, to do those. Kind of cool that we uh, have that. All right. Um, Cowboy Wire put out uh, a deal that I thought was pretty interesting. I've kind of been checking all the things that they've been doing of here late. I think they've, I think they always do a pretty decent job with their, uh, with their opinions on things and kind of make you think about different things with, uh, in regards to the football team. And and they they put out a list of potentially ten running backs that the Dallas Cowboys could go. Now, Zach, I'm going to go to you real quick on this one. Yeah. Because you've already been looking at college draft, and I know we did the draft show together. By the way, it's another thing. We had Dane Brugler on today. Nice, dude. What so, a treat it was. A- after, after, yeah, after you listen to our show today, please, if you want to, go listen to the draft show. Having Dane on was great. Did Walchuk fanboy? I, th- I, held they, it they, I didn't know you did. never met him before. Not in person. We've yeah, talked yeah, via text yeah. and Twitter, but not in person. It was our first time. Walchuk's thought a ton it, about him. No, I did know. a great job. I think I held it, you held held it together. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Explain to the listeners real quick what you've seen so far when it comes to the draft at running back. I don't think you're going to get a guy in the first 50 picks or so. There's yeah. not a first-round running back like we had two last year with Gibbs and B. John Robinson. You might start to get people look at Jonathan Brooks if they're comfortable with the medical and Trey Benson from Florida State towards the back half of the, of the second round. But otherwise, I think you're looking at third round, fourth round is kind of where you're going to get a run on the running back situation. So would you guys be open then to, and Chief, I'll now ask you this question. Where's your level of comfort of finances for buying a running back? Where are you on this one? Uh, I'm I'm kind of pretty firmly under, like you're not, you're, you're probably not going to be getting more than $3 million a year. You know, I mean, base salary, the the Super Bowl champions are consistently having running backs. Their lead running back is a guy who's making a base salary of $3 million or less. So I'd like to follow suit with, uh, with those teams if possible. All right. Now, Gavin, do you agree with Chief on that about he's trying to keep this down or are you going to spend a little bit more than that? Uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm going to, I'm definitely siding with Eric on this one. I think McCaffrey is an outlier. I think there are maybe a handful of outlier performances every year in the NFL from running backs. They're just very difficult to predict. So there's no way in H-E double hockey sticks, I'm going to be out there speculating and, and trying to, you know, pin the tail on the donkey as far as paying the guy that's actually going to hang on and, and be great and worth that kind of an investment. Now you, you, you go cheap at running back and you go with multiples. That's how you get the job done. Any thought about bringing Tony Pollard back at all? hundred percent. Not no, no, I, I think he's done. Okay. If that's the case, then let's compare then what we can do. According to the Cowboys wire, they've given you 10 running backs. Now I'm going to give you a little a heads up here. 
Tony Pollard is one of the 10 running backs that they've listed here. So there's really nine other guys that uh, that that you're going to have to go through. Is this like free agent opportunities? This is free agent opportunities for okay. your Dallas Cowboys. Now, and that makes sense. Tony Pollard's a top 10 free agent running back. All right. Sure. You, you guys tell me, is there any one of these running backs that we're about to talk about going to fit under your price point? Okay. Because Zach and I are agreeing this running back class is not – where you need to go if you if you're trying to draft your if, all-star running back it might if you're fourth fifth round maybe but there's not going to be likely a running back or running back run third i mean the the best running back is round. brooks jonathan brooks from uh texas yeah from texas and, and then he's i like hurt. trey benson from florida state but yeah i mean again these aren't guys that you're talking so anybody that you take most likely you're going to want in a tandem okay okay zach moss we talked about Zach Moss with the Indianapolis Colts. Yeah, that's a guy who's probably played on extremely cheap contracts his entire career. Okay, Zach Moss is 26 years old. His career numbers, if you want to look at those, he's played 53 games for 484 yards. Oh, excuse me, 400, uh, excuse me 484 carries for 2,076 yards. That's 4.3 yards per carry, 14 touchdowns in his career. Do you think he fits into your price point? Yes. yes. Okay. So Zach Moss would then be a consideration for you guys. Yeah. Okay. The next one would be Josh Jacobs from the Las Vegas Raiders. Jacobs has played seventy-three games in his career. He's rushed the ball for one thousand three hundred and five times for five thousand five hundred and forty-five yards. That's four point two a carry, forty-six touchdowns. Does Josh Jacobs fit? Or would you consider going a little more to get a guy like Josh Jacobs? He definitely doesn't fit the price point. He just made $11 million and I think was on the franchise tag. He's going to be wanting to get over $8 million, I'm sure. And he's had some bad seasons. He's had two good ones and three bad ones. There's no way. Yeah. I, I mean, I would just say any, all the millions that you want to throw at any one of these Josh Jacobs or Derrick Henrys or Saquon Barkley's okay. or whatever, just reinvest that into your offensive line. Okay. Just take all those dollars and just make it into your offensive line, and now you can bring Zach Moss into the picture for a million bucks, and he looks like he's an above-average running back. Okay, then Saquon Barkley would be the next one that they have on the list. So in your in your eyes, that's a no. Yeah, he's probably going to make considerably more than what I'd be willing to throw around. Okay, Devin Singletary from the Houston Texans would be your next one. Now, De- I like that name. Okay, Singletary's played 37 games. He's carried the ball 888 times for 4,049 yards. He's averaging 4.6 a carry, 22 touchdowns. He's 5'7". He's 203 pounds. He's the smallest player. He's the on lightning. This. Yeah. He's not the thunder. Okay. He might be perfect for the, the tandem we're talking about. You draft a guy in the third or fourth. And then you have Devin Singletary and him share the load. And he just signed a $2.75 million contract for one year with the Texans, two and a half million guaranteed. So he fits around the $3 million mark. Yeah. Okay. So we've got Devin Singletary would be an interesting guy as far as us going out and getting a veteran guy, right? Mm-hmm. Viable option. Viable option. Joshua Kelly from the Los Angeles Chargers is the next one on this list. Kelly has 54 games, 320 carries. For 1,148 yards, that's 3.6 a carry. Uh, that's six touchdowns. Now, he's 5'11", he's 212 pounds. He's 26 years old. So he doesn't have a lot of mileage on him, though. But he's his, his, most importantly, his .48 yards over expected were the best on the Chargers and tops in the NFL. 
Are we going to be able to get a guy like this? Now, we don't know a whole hell of a lot about old Jonathan uh, Joshua, Joshua Kelly. Joshua Kelly right now, other than he seems like a pretty young young type of a, of a player. He's a cheap guy, but the issue with him is any time Austin Eckler missed time and they tried to go to him as their lead back, he just he didn't perform. Did not perform well enough. So I, I got a little bit of hesitation with him. Okay, A.J. Dillon then would not. He would probably fit into the situation where he'd be too expensive for you then, right? I don't know. I don't think his price tags. I don't, he just underperformed from a second-round pick. Like any Packer fans like Sandler we talked to, they, they don't like A.J. Dillon. Derrick Henry is the next one on this list. Too expensive as well or too many miles on the tires there? Both. Yeah, he, he, meets, he meets both in, in that criteria. I would imagine Henry, Barkley, Jacobs, those guys are going to be getting – some there just aren't enough money. teams though that are going to be giving running backs eight nine or ten million dollars right yeah that's true yeah you know, maybe there's, maybe there's year, not who was it Miles Sanders at eight million he got the most on the market so these guys are going to end up taking less but I'd be surprised if their price tag goes lower than five million a year he might have to retire then if he doesn't want to bring down his con- I mean Zeke eventually figured out a, a place to land but if there would have been another one after that, Derrick Henry, 30 years old, I'd be interested in under $5 million bucks a year, Brian. Okay, so you would raise your price point yeah. up to get Derrick Henry. Who For has- one year, I'd be, I'd be kind of interested in Derrick Henry because I really want to take Jalen Wright from Tennessee, and he's a speed demon. Okay, but Henry's played 73 games his career. He's rushed the ball 2,030 times. For 9,502 yards, that's 4.7 a carry. 90 touchdowns would be what you're getting there. And the final guy on this list would be DeAndre Swift from the Philadelphia Eagles. At, uh, he's, uh, he's, played, uh, he's got 31 games under his belt, 593 rush attempts, 2,729 yards, 4.6 yards per carry, 23 touchdowns. Did he do anything for you when the couple of times you're watching Philadelphia play – and does he fit into your price point? I like him. You know, I think, uh, you know, that's the kind of guy around the age and the the projected contract four years and $22 million is what Spotrack's telling me right now. That's a tough decision. But that's, that's in the range where I think, hey, we're paying for a veteran who's still young and it's reasonable. He's only been in the league for three years. He's coming off good production. It was a good offensive line in Philadelphia, but... You know, I'd I'd want to get him in and you know make sure everything checks out good, but I, I think that, that matches the description of a guy I'm willing to go to five on. So we got a couple of guys that we'd actually go to five on, or the the, the Henry would be a guy of consideration according to Gavin. Also Swift, yeah. And then we the, but the price points that we were kind of thinking about was Singletary guys like that, right? Yeah, that's what we were looking. Yeah, at. yeah, okay. Moss, and yeah Singletary. Moss and Singletary. Moss had a really strong year. He said he wanted to go back to Indianapolis, but he'd probably be number one on the, on the list for me. There you go. All right, gentlemen, thank you. Appreciate that. Yes, running back is huge, and we're going to be all over this deal. Free agency is really going to be rocking and rolling in about a month. At the end of February, we'll be in Surprise, Arizona, doing spring training, describing all of that action that we're watching and talking about the action coming in on the NFL wire with all the breaking news there late February into March. It's going to be very exciting. And then the NFL draft late April, early May. Okay, we're coming back with the NFL news of the day. Well, Chuck, where are you taking us today? Filthy looking at their corner coordinators. We got sibling rivalries and the new offensive coordinator in Cincinnati. That's next. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.